I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, somebody's gonna have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. But think about scientists. Most often, one side is wrong. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know, it's your shitty kid, you fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? An immortal one, and I'll tell you something. If I was told to sacrifice them to prove my devotion to God, if I was told to do what all monotheists are told to do, and admire the man who said, yes, I've got my kid to show my love of God, I'd say no, fuck you. I was raised in a town that had 13 brothels in it so i'm used to some pretty salty language and this one of course my favorite of all like what's this going on between our legs right you heard it it's like an entertainment complex in the middle of a sewage system no engineer would design that at all if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything try and work together heaven is just another lie and if you believe it you're an idiot all right hey everybody um I am here uh, with my wife, Ellen. Hello. Frank couldn't record until Sunday, and that seemed like a little too late. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, bullying and bad school decisions because uh, it's come up in the group quite a lot. And um, we can't uh, um, a lot of the bullying um well, two of the stories uh deal with the show my little pony and frank doesn't watch the show so i talked with him and i didn't think he'd be a good um he he would have enough experience to discuss it um from that from that viewpoint of knowing the show just knowing you know he would just know what it's about you, on the other hand, watch it with the girls and have a much better idea of the message of the show and what what it tries to put forth and why it's definitely not a bad thing for boys or girls to watch, right? Right. <laughs> All right. So maybe I'll get a few more words out of you. Um. So the most recent story was a little kid named Grayson Bruce. I think his parents are huge Batman fans, by the way, who um, was bullied at school. Um, and he was bullied because he had a Rainbow Dash backpack. Um, he's nine. So instead of the school um, sitting the bullies down, throwing them in detention and saying, hey, uh, that's not how we treat people at the school. We have a zero tolerance for bullying, regardless of whatever you 
consider bullying to be. Um, so cut it out. What the school told Grayson and his parents was, uh, maybe he just shouldn't wear the backpack so people won't pick on him. Which, to me, I think is uh, idiotic. And that's um, blaming the victim. Don't wear a short skirt. Ah, good. I'm glad you went there because I'd seen other people go there and I didn't want to initially, I I didn't want to right off the bat say, um, it's, it's the, it's the little kid version of she was asking for it. Um, what would happen? I, I know we have two girls and the, the, the weird, not weird, but the, the the double standard is that um, for girls, it's awesome when girls love sports. It's awesome when girls love fantasy and video games and sci-fi stuff, but they can still sing along with Frozen and watch My Little Pony and Strawberry Shortcake because that was a show that was on for a little while recently too. Um, it's cool for girls to like everything. Uh, especially as girls get older, video games and sports and stuff makes them even cooler, right? Mm-hmm. But for boys, you just can't. You can't venture outside of your gender at all. You have like like we were in the toy store today, and um, I think I don't know if I was by myself or with or you were with us, but. A uh, father and his tiny, tiny, tiny little son uh, were cutting through the Monster High aisle and the Ever After High stuff. And um, he said, oh, come on, this is all girl stuff. It's like, what the fucking kid wants to look at it. Just let him fucking look at it. What is it going to do? Is he all of a sudden going to win and wear a dress? I mean, I, look, looking at stuff. Go ahead. I think that's what makes people afraid. That, <sighs> But they're... Their idea of masculinity is old school, like 1950s masculinity. I am talking into that. He's talking. Is the old school masculinity, not what they think it should be. I I see a lot of parents younger than us that still have that ignorant attitude of a girl should be a girl, a boy should be a boy. Yeah. And I don't know why they're not letting go of it. I thought our generation would have been a lot more that, that, easy going about it, but I don't think they are. I, I've it, gender identification basically is what it all comes down to, right? Right. You, you you are one or the other, and that's why transgender or or people that 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 I, gender, the way they ident- self identify mm-hmm. freaks people the fuck out. Um. Initially, like when I was a late teenager, like 18, 19 years old, um, that kind of thing was different to me. So it was a little weird, but talk to people and there's still people. Mm-hmm. There's still fucking normal people. There's just something about them personally to themselves that they want to change. So how is that different than me wanting to lose weight or get in shape or um change you know get tattoos change the physical appearance of my body i i i'm gonna eventually have uh, choose colors to to put on my skin to change the color of my skin and it's just your outward appearance because already on the inside mentally they already are that person Mm. so 
watching My Little Pony or being the creepy 60-year-old dude at the midnight showings of Disney cartoons or whatever, those two are totally different things. I, I would have just ruined my whole thing. Um, you do whatever you want. It's fine, but letting a little kid buy a Pinkie Pie to go with the to have Darth Vader ride on, who cares? The kid, if the kid's gay, the kid's gonna be gay. Right. Watching a cartoon isn't gonna make a kid gay. No. And they, so, what if they were? Well, what is there is that. I mean, how we 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 live in a state that is that is is known to be very liberal, but like today. In the parking lot of the toy store, we saw a bumper sticker that said Michelle Bachman for president. And aside from me shaking my head and not being able to swear because there were two six-year-old kids in the backseat of the car, I thought, well, there's the one person in the state that's a fucking idiot. Um, but I don't, I don't understand. The, the, the update to Grayson's story is that the school relented, but they're going to move. <sighs> I, I, what does he think about all of it? I don't know because he's that because he's young. I don't think they they. they I I can't find a whole lot. He's the one living through it. Yeah, shouldn't he be the one that says whether or not he wants how he wants to deal with it? That's yeah. another thing I I think that adults forget is that your kids aren't stupid. And they aren't suddenly 50 times smarter the minute they turn 18 and they're a grown-up. Yeah. They they have genuine feelings and thoughts, and they know more about what's going on in their day-to-day lives than you might. Yeah, yeah. So how come um, no one talks to the kid about what's I, going on? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to look here real quick, and I think they might have actually quoted him at one point. Um, early on. Um, and what do these parents of the bullies get to get away with? Oh, he says they're they're taking it a little too far with punching me, pushing me down, calling me horrible names, stuff that really shouldn't happen. That's the earliest quote. Um, and then there's stuff that his mom says about the show and what it promotes. And to, no, I mean, what are the parents of the bullies? Oh, the, 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 nobody knows. I don't know. I don't know. That's something I mean, too. They're not held accountable. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't. I don't understand. The easiest thing for the school to do is to say, "Oh, well, stop doing that." But could you say <laughs> to a, to a black kid in Alabama, "Just stop being black. Everything will be fine." Bobby Jindal there said, "You know, the Republicans would have a lot less problems with ethnic people if they just started acting white." Yeah, it, it's going to be a dumb election season. But it just doesn't make sense. And I try to think how I would react if it was if that was said to one of our girls. I, kn- I know how I would react. I would pull a fucking Bruce Banner from The Avengers. Yeah. I'm always mad. I would walk in there. I would go to Newberry Comics and buy the adult-sized Rainbow Dash hoodie just to meet with the principal. Do schools that have dress codes and uniforms, do they have a lower statistic of bullying? Or is it just 
I don't know. Pushed but aside. But it's his backpack. It's not like he was wearing a t-shirt or sneakers or something. Like backpack, I'm not. I'm not sure if a backpack fall or lunchbox too. I think he might add both because they mentioned lunchbox. They show a backpack. It's, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> I don't. I don't know if backpack falls into it. Is there a backpack uniform or is that the one part where you're allowed your own thing? Because if the school, if if I don't know, if I don't think any of that's allowed with a uniform. You think it's all just these I are the it, ones? I think it has to be like the certain these colors yeah. or, you know, you're not really allowed a lot of that. But that's what yeah. I mean is. But I mean, the kid's nine. Right. He's in fourth grade. Um, the, 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 the dumbest thing about, about being picked on for liking the show is, well, not the dumbest thing, but proving the point of the show is that it's called friendship is magic. Mm -hmm. That's the tagline that differentiates it from the other generations of, of, of pony shows. And the people that have come together to, to support um, Grayson and the other boy uh, Maroney's who um, was, he's 11 and he, he was bullied to the point where he tried to hang himself. And now he's, struggling to recover um some people i I remember reading saying that no 11 year old should be thinking about suicide but you're in what fifth sixth grade yeah that's (sighs) i was thinking about it then you're right on the edge of puberty you might have already started puberty yeah you've got a lot of stuff going on i was i remember it it had crossed my mind a few times after you know i almost get my nose broken for being tall but that's also an age too where you're you're fascinated by death. Oh yeah. And usually like any <clears throat> anything outside your normal interests. And you you're also trying to figure out your place in everything right. and sometimes the best place for you is not in any place. You'll right. think in your clouded hormone, you know, infused mind. Well, that's um, a big part of it too is your hormones are crazy so you don't you, make bad you don't know decisions. which way to go. <laughs> Yeah, but like I said, it's it's not the, a magic thing when you turn eighteen. Sometimes even forty year olds or fifty year olds still don't know what to do with their lives. And, yeah, but but getting picked on and having all these people uh, rally together for support and uh, there's groups that 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 solicit donations and help the families and stuff that proves the point of the show that friendship is amazing right and that's i i can totally see why adults after 12 years of post 9 11 not really cold war but that same oppressive feeling that every day something bad could happen that no one trusts you take your shoes off at the airport the economy's in the shitter everything's terrible we're all gonna die and then here's a show that makes you forget all of it for uh, 22 minutes at a time. Right. And I cannot, I, I can't blame anybody for latching on to that. And how does the school react to the... Well, with, with Grayson, you see, they tell him, don't wear your backpack. Because no. we don't want to do our job. But after the fact that it's been such an outpouring of 
like-minded fans. Yeah. What has the school done reacting to that kind of Oh, you of mean to exposure? the pressure? Yes. Yeah. They say, oh, what no, he done? can bring the backpack. What have they done to the bullies? What I don't have know. they done with the bullies' I don't bullies know. They're parents? all minors, so they may not report that. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, there was another school, I think it was Illinois, that said that girls can no longer wear leggings. Leggings? What's the right word? Leggings? Leggings. Because they're distracting the boys. With what? Their legs. Like that hasn't been happening for centuries? Now, let's step back a second. I would like to point out that we grew up in the 80s where... That's all we wore. Layered clothes. Everything was layered. Big, fuzzy, thick sweaters, you know, um, weirdly shaped legged pants that were real super skinny at the ankle and wide up at top. The, the, the waist went up to the bottom of your rib cage and you wore four belts with it. We didn't even show cleavage. It didn't matter because we stared anyway. It's it's so nature. What, what are you going to do? What I figured... You could that, put people in iron suits. They're still going to feel... Well, that's something. like, oh, the ankle. Show me a little elbow, you know. Well, that's exactly whatever, yeah. what it is. You you can't fight that. Yeah. So It's going to happen. So the school tried to outlaw or ban stretch pants, basically. I can see banning half shirts or anything that shows your belly button, and, halter yeah. tops. No, like, tank tops Overly that have spaghetti sexualized. straps. sexualized. Yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. That's more distracting, but but no matter what you do, it's, it's parents uh parents and students rallied and had petitions and they challenged the school. Um I'm not sure, but it was floated that a compromise of if you're going to wear stretch pants, I'll just call them stretch mm-hmm. pants cuz I, I don't like the other word for some reason. It feels weird. When I say it, um, that you should wear a shirt that comes to your fingertips. Okay. Okay, that's fine. So you cover your butt and and your front bits and everything's fine. Um, But if it's not in the rules, if it's not in the dress code, I don't like the fact that a school can just make a running change. Because it sounds to me an awful lot like um, I likened it to... um, those countries where women have to cover up everything because they might tempt men and give them evil, sinful thoughts. You mean like women shouldn't be on the battlefield because men will no, be too like, distracted to fight? Well, yeah. Well, like burkas and shit. It's like those... that That's... That's your own problem, horny men. Figure that shit out. It's not the woman's fault for having curves and boobs and being attractive. It's I, absolutely idiotic. So don't you think that what all these things have in common isn't so much what's going on, but that the school... That nobody knows how to properly address the problem. Right. Because it's the easy way out. Oh, I want to have sex with X person over there, X, Y, and Z, Um, but I'm afraid I can't control myself, so I'm going to make them change instead of actually have to exhibit... Well, that, that sounds like the school wants to have sex with the children, the way you're saying. Hey, I'm not saying that the teachers aren't staring at the kids. Oh, please. We've had the whole 
Like when we were growing up, the teacher that had sex with the student. It just happened not that long ago. Um, There was was a male teacher and then there was a female teacher. And what I thought was it would be great if they worked in the same school, then they could just have sex with each other. Because they were both young, attractive people. I don't see what the problem is. I don't think that has to do with the bullying part of it. No, but it all comes down to how schools take the easy way out. And we almost had one of those situations. Yeah. As far as we knew about it. From what we know. From what we know. Yes. But the school, I think, and I am actually very happy to say, I think the school made a very difficult but smart decision. Right. And got the kid out of there. Right. Now, I've said on the show before that this kid, we see him... Almost every every week, about once a week. Um, and last week, uh, I, I talked with Frank about how he was just like uh, the Tasmanian devil mm-hmm. running rampant. And I told the story of how I, um, <laughs> on a show about bullying, let me reiterate the fact that I um, threatened a small child. You didn't threaten him. <laughs> no, I just very sternly told him he did not belong where he was. You actually acted like an adult <laughs> who told him not to go somewhere that he shouldn't go. I was a protective father. Yes, for the, which I, you're for the, supposed to be. Well, that was the only time I've ever had to be with someone right. else. And I don't like it because he's little. Right. It's not like a 17-year-old coming to pick her up in a car and I can sit him down and say, you know, I can tear you in half, you tiny little emo kid, right? Um, but well, we, what we see is that the parent, the parents do not discipline. No. and They and don't see it. The three of them, the three kids or two kids today that were over there, I don't want to judge based on the way they look or the way they bowl or how they talk or the way they run around. Not an individual thing, but all together, I would like to look at them and say... White trash? No, there's not a huge emphasis on uh, learning outside of school in those families. I was a dumb boy. I admit that. I did dumb things. I acted stupid. But I never had the Forrest Gump sitting on a bench waiting for a bus blank look on my face. Those two kids have that look all the time. Yeah. And And it's a shame. It is. Because what they're going to probably grow into is not far from exactly what they are now. It's, yeah, and it's not their fault, but... It's really difficult to separate them and what made them that way and them and that's how they act. Because one of the boys hugged Nova today and through a short conversation where I'm getting pretty good at not influencing what she says, I think. That's taken a little bit of um, of uh, finesse um, to just ask a question and just say, how did that make you feel? And just let her sit and think about it for a little while. Well, no, you kept saying, tell. talk it out now. Come on, talk it out. Well, talk it out tell me. No, I, I said talk it out because she said, I don't know. Right. And that's, you know, she can, 
she can she can say, well, there was this part of it, there was that part of it, and then maybe if she says it, she can. I'm thinking she can problem solve that way. It may or may not work. We'll try it a couple times. If if it doesn't seem to work for her, we'll drop it and we'll try something else. But he also tried to say hi to Ripley, and I swear to God, Ripley turns into a stone statue when this kid's around because. He's like that little dog jumping over the bulldog in the cartoon. And the big dog's just like, I'm I'm busy. Yeah. She's I'm impressed. I thought she would be Ripley would be the more um um emotionally vulnerable. Nova wants to please people. Yeah. Yeah, so she will and she say feels, hi and and she feels for people <laughs> and she doesn't want to see anybody hurt. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ripley's like, I saw what you did to that motherfucker. You get out of here, bitch. Ripley, she, Ripley will hold a grudge. Ripley would be true to her name. To be to be fair, too, both of the girls have recently, we've been like just having discussions. What was it what we, we were talking about today? And one of them said, um, you need to get revenge. I'm like, they didn't do anything to deserve revenge. Yeah. Do you understand what that is? Like, but Ripley has a very strong sense of justice and yeah. what's right. And if she doesn't think that what you're doing is right, she will. Well, we she, she will freeze you out. We did have the conversation with them because of the She's other boy aptly named. Yeah, we had the conversation with both girls because of that boy um, that was missing a lot of school um, because he was being relentlessly right. picked on. Um, and we said, look, if he's your friend, even if he's not your friend, he's your classmate. You're all in this together. There's, and this, this is, I'm going to paraphrase the conversation we had. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's more of you than them. The teachers are there to protect all of you. If you see something, tell the teacher, just stop him in his tracks. You're bigger than him. Even Nova's bigger than him. Yeah, he, he's a tiny little kid, um, and Ripley looks like she's two grades above yeah. him, because um, Ripley is is gonna be an Amazon, uh, Amazonian. Um, but I think Ripley has taken that kind of protective role that we told her she could do. I think she's taken that to heart, and. He, this other kid is now the bad guy because he was so bad, he was taken out of school. Right. And I think that kind of. But he was disrupting <clears throat> their school day as well. It for wasn't. months. It wasn't like bullying was happening, but it wasn't affecting them. Yeah. Yes, it wasn't happening directly to them after a little while because they started. <clears throat> yelling about him to the teacher oh yeah this other kid and and i've been really good and i've not said his name once so if i say it you gotta correct me and we'll Mm -hmm. edit it out just just to keep it all safe um it would be like the 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 kid sneezes and no would be like mrs so and so sneezed near me and it's like dude that's too much that's no you you're but this is how the class is going to learn. They're going to learn what is right to complain about and what is wrong. And the problems that I was having where I was getting, before you told me about um, 
the boy that was taking time off of school. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to do that to stop. I have to click my fingers to snap my fingers to stop myself before I say names. Um, I was getting to the point where I was hearing this other, the, this bully's name every day. And at first it was a little bit, okay, what's going to happen? How's this going to go? Then we were like, okay, it's January. Mm-hmm. It's been too long. It's been, what? what is that? That's almost five months. Yeah, that's that's half the school year. Yeah. So this whole thing should have been taken care of in two months. The other kid um, should never have had to miss a day of school because of this. No. Um, he he was just he was so worried and so stressed that I think maybe he actually did get sick from nerves, and then he realized that works. Yeah. And that's really young to have figured that out, but still. Um, it didn't look like the school was going to do anything. And there there are many times, and this is just kind of rehashing a bunch of things that we've talked about on the show, but you're here now, so I, you can contribute. Um, there aren't many times where you will drop the girls off at school, get to work, and then call me. Like, actually call me. You'll send me a text. They're at school. I'm at work. Everybody's where they need to be. Um, but the day that you talk to the kid's mom, uh, you called or you sent me a text call no, me I something like you, that yeah. and it was it was um that's like you're calling me something bad has happened like the the fucking poltergeist tree in the backyard finally beat the house down and is standing there laughing at us now um and that's when you told me that 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 the mother didn't know what to do because the school isn't doing anything mm-hmm. and <laughs> I was so pissed that I wanted to leave work and find the superintendent and say, are you kidding? This is fucking kindergarten. You're going to ruin this kid's life because I was picked on by the rights that lived down the street um, from second grade until they graduated. One of them was younger than me which I think was kind of good because it was like I could talk to him and he was sort of cool because I was bigger than him and older, but the brother was a year above so or two years. So like until I got to like sixth grade, life was fucking shit at that school. And I would get regularly beat up at the bus stops when we got off the bus or in the schoolyard or getting on the bus. So I... I knew this kid was going to hate school if mm-hmm. he doesn't already. and That's what he had said, that he yeah. didn't want to go back. And I can't, I mean, this kid is, is a super nice little kid. I finally met him briefly in passing as he ran by us at the girls' party. Mm. Um, but he was having a, he looked, he looked like it had never happened. He looked perfectly happy. He was comfortable with everybody. Um, now that this other, the bully kid isn't in school, uh, he can go to parties and not worry about running into him. Right. Um, he was avoiding everything because of this kid. And he's five. Yeah. So you can't say a nine-year-old doesn't know, doesn't understand. Yeah. Because a five-year-old does. Yeah, and that five-year-old, I mean, look out for him. If he's smart enough to know what to do to avoid his emotional and and physical discomfort, 
then he's going to be a force to be reckoned with when he knows how to <laughs> apply well, himself. <laughs> kids, little kids will lie because they, not to lie, to yeah. be dishonest, they will lie because they want... Safety. They want it to be okay. Yeah. And they want approval, and they don't want to get in trouble. No. No, and I, I, I wonder... But like we've said before, there's only one teacher to a room of 22 kids. Sometimes they have the assistant there. Sometimes they yeah. do, but they're only there for 15 hours a week. It's yeah. not a lot of time. No. It's, there's, there's only so much, so you have to be aware of what's going on. Yeah. And it sounds like this one kid was just incredibly disruptive to the whole process. Well, they changed a lot of procedures and the way they did things just to accommodate his behavior and it sounded like she was almost powerless just on her word to take care of anything in her own classroom yes because of the red tape of so we complained i swear we were the first people to complain we were one of yeah yeah because it got to the point where um was it was it nova said he pushed him. He pushed one of them. He hit one of them. And no. When, oh, you mean the girls? Yeah. Yeah. He kind of pushed. He got one physical of them. with one of them, and that's when I realized I'm gonna have to tell Ripley that her size says stop fucking with me. Mm. And um, when she fell on her face, um, I my first thought was he pushed her down, and. Well, that's what you would ask her if somebody pushed her. Yeah, because I couldn't say did right, right push you while you. She just tripped. She's just clumsy. That's fine. It seemed more like she took a flying leap from a standstill. It looked like it Actually, looked like she was. No, Nova said she was running, 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 and just kind of wee. Yeah, and that was it, it. It looked like she she stood at the top of three stairs, three three steps at the back of the school, and just fell forehead first. <clears throat> Onto the concrete. She with has a, my grace, and just, which is none. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, that was that was that was scary. I'm glad that nothing, no one was responsible for that. Yeah. That was that was because that would have been horrible but for the school. That's also a hard thing, I think, to be a parent and you go and you do the steps that you're supposed to do. And you believe that the system is going to take care of things, and they say that they're taking care of things, but it's still not taken care of. Yeah, it because has to go further. Because if it's something that you're going to discuss this week, but then you can't have a meeting for nine days, right? That's five days that this kid's going to get the shit kicked out of him emotionally, physically, whatever, in the time that it takes you to schedule a meeting. Right. But also that sometimes you have to. You have to keep pushing, even though yeah, you don't. No, that's that's your kid. That's but you don't. You want the system to work because it's in place for a reason. But you have to push, and you have to keep pushing. And I, I just feel that the bully and the bully's parents. I don't. I, I don't think they get what they should. I feel like. They get mm. off too easy. Okay, yeah, he gets maybe put into not a different with this school. kid because now they have to take him to the school. There's the stigma of oh, you're in a different school. There's that embarrassment that I don't even think 
phases this guy. I don't. I don't so want to judge him based off the way he looks, but I'm not having deep conver- philosophical conversations with this guy about anything. I don't think it's just that. I I think that. I think intelligence plays greatly into how much you realize your social responsibility is with raising your child, right? (coughs) I mean, you can be less intelligent, love your children, and want the best for them. Right. But nine times out of ten, we've seen that kids that um, weren't planned for or are slightly difficult... Um, you're just like, fuck it, here's the TV, here's Spongebob. We stopped watching Spongebob, and the girl's behavior has ratcheted down. So they, mm-hmm. they it's, I've, I've no, I've watched them after they watch a show, and they are rambunctious, and, and kind of, and, and that's why we'll switch to something a little more calm, a little more intelligent. Like, I know. You mean the, oh, we have to, uh, Get revenge, that? Yeah, what What the hell? Where did that come from? That's from all the other, the everything we watched. Is like it the, the Clone Spider-Man Wars shows? The Clone were... Wars and all that stuff. They get it from there. Probably, yeah. But, like, but we, they're also we, but very we... hyper-imaginations, yes. too. So. But we sat them down, um, and we've watched two and a half episodes of Cosmos. And I know full well that 80% of the show is going right over their head. But that's fine because we sat down, turned on an episode, Nova turned to me, and she said out of the blue, dogs came from wolves. That That's it. That's all I want. That's that They, they knew the names of some planets and stuff. That's, that is a, a good place to start. Can they I... they understand the bears, the polar bears? Right. You know, they so they're getting an an idea of evolution and stuff. So what what were you going to say? Well, I'd like to go back to the bullying. Yeah, yeah, no. You said yeah. this was about um <laughs> I know. When when I said that the bullies and the parents of the bullies, they don't get yeah. what they yeah. should. I feel like it's it's also like being in the workplace that the good workers and the people that respect the rules and they do what they have to do every day and they come into work and they do what they've got to do. Those are the people that always get beaten down and told that, okay, well, now now you don't get this break because somebody abused the system. The knee-jerk reactions. But you don't yeah. see the ones that are abusing the system get their comeuppance. Right, You don't right. see the justice for that. Oh, your leggings or your Rainbow Dash backpack are a problem, so fuck you. Right. So you're going to be punished, but not what what is really well, they, happening. they get punished too, but like these bullies, they don't have Rainbow Dash backpacks, so who's punished at that point? Right. So what <sighs> what do you do as a... What do you do as a parent? What do you do? <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> well, but that's where I think the whole. But it's the easy it way comes out. Into it, you get we get notices from school. Don't park this way. Don't do this. Don't do this. And it's and like, then idiots do whatever the fuck they like, want. Okay, so we follow the rules and we do what we're supposed to do. But then you turn around, and you see a parent parking in the kid in the teacher's lot to yeah. walk the kid two feet to the door. Yeah. I don't give a shit and if it's cold. And at that cold. point, do you become a vigilante? What do you do? I can't tell you how many times I wish I had a retractable knife in the tip of my boot just to kick people's tires with. But that's what like, I'm, that's like, what I'm I mean. I'm not even kidding. Like, like this has been 
I want a pair of these boots, like little Boba Fett boots with little little spikes on the on the on the on the tips, right on either side of the toes, just so I can kick tires and pop them. For like twenty years, I've wanted this. But that's what I mean. What do you do when you're the ones that follow the rules, but it's your child being bullied? Well, that's the thing. If if you were to say to the person that's, that's driving up the, you know, through the cones, through the safe walking area, if you say, "Hey, you can't park here." You're the asshole for speaking out. Fortunately, I have the size and the intimidation factor where people think twice about giving me shit if I say something. But that's that's how I feel, and I feel the situation with bullying is that the people that go by the rules get punished, but the ones that are actually doing these these things, yeah. they're the ones, they're not, justice isn't being served. It's yeah. It's... No, There's just, a missing link. Justice is being uh, administered, and then, but not served. But what happens is, is you have either a a kid that can't can't cope anymore with it, just cannot do it anymore. They yeah. just they can't. So you move him to another school. So they move to another school, and then or, he's the new kid, and he gets picked on for being the new kid and having red hair, freckles, or, or, or the poor kid. He farts in class tries one day to by hurt accident. Himself. Yeah. And then, or yeah. you have him go to the extreme where suddenly he hits middle school, high school, and he writes hateless and doesn't want to be with anybody. Yeah, and, he becomes extremely antisocial, finds the wrong people. Peer, peer pressure is a fucking hell of a drug, by the way. Is. Makes you do the dumbest fucking things. I smoked for like, how long? Because of peer pressure. That's what got me started. At 21. I could have been fine. I could have been fine if I never got back together with that group of friends. And I wasn't susceptible to peer pressure. I think this hits home for us more than than the average person because we were both picked on a lot. Why were you picked on? I knew I knew the bitches that picked on you, but I never knew why they did. Well, Few of them did just for the sheer fact that I existed. Well, yeah, there's that. Um, you can't help that one. I think they were really jealous because one time we were in the bathroom and they all told me I looked like a Barbie doll. Oh, yeah, you had boobs before everybody else. And I'm like, so? Yeah. But I got picked on for that. I got picked on because I was friends with you. And the girl that was picking on me wanted to be with you, and oh, she yeah, and you've thought, never told me who that was. Yeah, I told you who that was. Oh well, then I totally forgot who it was. And she wanted she wanted you to be with her, and I was with you, and she didn't like that. So she thought if she could knock me down emotionally, it would work. But that does nothing to separate us. No. Because that's dumb. We were smart enough to see through it, and well, why didn't that person ever approach me and try to drive a wedge that way? Because she couldn't. Oh, because you did not see her for anything. She wasn't even in your radar. She was on your bus, but honestly, it was like you're six feet tall. She's five foot tall. You don't even see her that way. Same grade. Oh, yeah, but you wouldn't have even gone near her. She was skanky. You wouldn't even looked at her twice. Wait, did she live on the street at the top that connects all three um, streets? And I the... don't know. I don't know. 
All I know is that you got to tell me who it is because all I know is that because I think I know who you're talking that's about. That's why she picked fights with me. But what she didn't know is that my brother quit school because he got bullied and has got his arm broken. He left school in tenth grade. The guidance counselor that knew all about that was my guidance counselor, and she made sure that this girl could not touch me hmm. because life would be hell for her. But in the meantime, I still had to endure school. I still had yeah. to go through every day. You still have day. to go every day, yeah. And when I got into high school, unfortunately, I had to sit behind her in French class, huh. and she still tried taunting. She tried everything, but I had decided before I got into school, into high school, that I wasn't going to be a, a picked on anymore, that I was going to do whatever I had to do. And I told her that if she even went near me, I would push her through a locker. Huh. And I would make sure that she bled everywhere. And I laughed <laughs> maniacally about it. And when we left class, I stood out in the hallway and I turned to her and said, now's the time. Give me a good swing and I'll make sure that you can't see ever again. You, and you... she walked away and I had to actually pretend to be batshit crazy because I had a boy pre- pick on pre- me. Pretend? Yeah. <laughs> I had a boy pick on me that was two grades above me. He mm. was really nasty, really mean, and he would say really bad things to me. And when we went into a classroom and I was afraid he was going to do something, I took a desk and threw it across a room. Oh. And he left yeah, you me alone. Did, you did get a reputation in high school. And that saved me. Yeah. I didn't want to do that. I didn't no, want but, to have that reputation, but, but that's what I did to do to but survive for any, it. Anybody listening that that is still in school, I don't know if we have anybody that's still in school. I don't um, think anybody would get away with it now. But no, but that's not the point. The thing is, none of that shit matters the instant you graduate. No, you're always going to have cliques. You're always going to have yeah, bullies. But, I have bullies in my work. But let me let me tell. But me t- you know let, what? I'm I'm a grown up now. And honestly, I can yeah. walk away from a lot of stuff. Oh, what, yeah. What hurts me more is to see my kids being bullied. Which they're not. Because they have Did you to get see, through school. I posted a picture earlier today of uh, of Ripley wearing her outfit, um, which is a, it was like a little... It's a sweater dress. It was a little sweater and a striped dress, black long sleeve sweater. And um, I was watching... Short sleeve. wasn't one. It, No, it was long sleeve. Mm-mm. Oh. It's an all one piece thing. Okay. Um but she had like tights on under the dress that mm-hmm. that went to her knees. It was black and white stripe and the top was black. And I was watching the boys at when she would go up to bowl because Ripley can hold the candle pin ball in her hand, in one hand, and and bowl. These other kids walk up with two hands and they kinda chuck it like a half ass shot put. It's kind of scary. Right? Um, Rip can I'm glad actually. She's taller than most of them. Rip almost gets a full swing going. She's she's she can she actually curves it a little bit too when she moves her hand the right way. All the boys watched her. They stopped, watched her because Ripley has at age five. She's totally going to lose this completely when she starts to develop because she's going to get completely self conscious. But she has. The confidence of a fucking rock star. Mm -hmm. She, I don't give a shit what the rest of you are doing. I am here to do this. I think she sings that song in her head. Y'all get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about her that says, 
Um, this is my favorite thing right this now. This is me. So don't mess away. with me. Go yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I kind of got off. But that's topic what that's there. what I had to do when I was in school. I had I just had to make it through. I had girls pretend to like me to embarrass me because I, if you sat close to me or touched me, I kind of got weirded out. Yeah, you did. I, you were a typical boy. No, it it was more than that. I mean, I gave a little insight into my life growing up last week, but our family just, we didn't ever have people over. Uh, my brother and I are eight years apart, so we weren't that close. We're trying to foster that relationship now and like stoke the ashes to have like a real relationship that, cause there's still something there. I think we can build on that. Um, especially now that we totally have, um, children in common, which is great. Um, but like there was one girl that like tried to sit in my lap, um, in, in pre-algebra in what grade would that be? That would be eighth grade. Probably. And if there's one thing that boys are terrified of, it's having boners in class. The girl was attractive. She, if she hadn't come on so aggressively and just talked, might have been fine. But I got the feeling that she was overly friendly, and then it would be one of those like Heather's kind of things where like you fuck with them and then emotionally drag them around and then kick them away at their most vulnerable because i don't trust people i really don't um but i remember back to what i was going to say um i get get out of high school and you go to college and if you go to a school that nobody else goes to from your high school i got we both had gone to montserrat um you went later than i did Mm -hmm. uh, which guaranteed nobody you knew would be there right um and Nobody I knew went there. They all went to state or or further away schools or whatever. I liked Montserrat. I liked it was close, all that stuff. Um, and it had that small community feel to it. Like, well, it was like an artist colony mm-hmm. at the time. Now that when you went there, were like multiple campuses. Yeah. Um, but it gives you a chance to you reinvent yourself and you can actually reinvent yourself. I reinvented myself when we went to New Hampshire, when I started at Blockbuster because that, you know, I was for a job, I was totally in my element and I understood I moved up quick, got to assistant manager. I understood the flow of things and how stuff needed to be. Cash was a little, you know, but once I hit Lowe's, it was totally different because I'd been doing this for like 12 years. I knew theaters. The people were all around my age. It was, it was pretty good. There was, there were kids younger. Frank was Frank's a little bit older, but it was that point where, and plus having Karen as a boss was like the, the, she encouraged you to be, and it was, it was a good, place to be and that that's not always easy to find is a, is a good supportive place to be yeah you'll have your dinks running around but they never last 
in the workplace. So what are you saying that you can? You can. It, it's not totally okay, just suffer until you get out of high school because some kids can't make it through high school. They can't make it through middle school. Well, some people can't. I mean, okay, there's varying degrees of it. But you can, and you not, and you shouldn't change yourself just to. No, but you avoid don't. Things. You don't always have to. You're not always going to be the victim. No. Once you once you get through it, if you have to go to a different school or be homeschooled for your last year or whatever you need to do to avoid the situation if your school's not if, taking care of right, it. If your parents, if you, yeah. if, if even you yourself standing up to someone yeah. hasn't, yeah. hasn't because done it. Because fortunately, fortunately, the last year of high school, for me, I stood up to the one last person that was dumb enough to pick on a six foot five guy, and I, I fucking Darth Vadered him. I picked him up off the floor. All my friends that were with me walked away. They were like, "Oh shit, here we go!" And they just left. All of them, girlfriend, friends. Yeah, they all, friends. they yeah. all fucking walked away. Um, he didn't bother me after. They tried to be friends with me, which is typical. Yeah, but I'm the kind of person that when I break up with somebody, I'm not going to talk to you. So if you've been picking on me for four years and you've you've hit me with um, lug nuts and car antennas and shit, there is no chance I'm going to be friends with you after that. You know, it's weird. I worked with someone who used to bully me in elementary school. Yeah. And I hated her guts, like hated her guts. Wait, now? Or do you in, in elementary school, I no, hated her guts, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it yeah, stayed yeah. with me. Where it was like, okay, yeah, that person's gone. Well, every person that that's that's picked on me, I remember them. Yeah. Well, the funny thing was is that I had to talk to her because we actually had to work side by side at one point. Yeah. And I asked her if I something, and she said, "Oh, did you go to school around here?" And I gave her a funny look, and I was like, "I went to school with you." You were in all my classes. Yeah. And she said, I don't remember you at all. I'm like, funny, I remember you because you picked on me every single day. Did I was you in tell class. her that? Yeah. And she said, oh, my God, I don't even remember that. And that is the most valuable lesson I think that can come out of this show today is that it doesn't that – And that you're nothing floored to me them. Because, yeah. because to me, that was embedded in my head of – the biggest yeah. bitch in the universe. Because they are your universe. Yes. They are but you're the not center theirs. of... No, you're just an not outlying fucking exoplanet that doesn't matter. Like, when you show up, they'll throw something at you and go back to talking about tampons. But even if they, they pick on you, they harass you, they wait for you outside the school, you don't end up being their universe. No. And I thought... Which is mind-boggling. That it did it 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 blew my mind, yeah. And she was sorry about it because we had to work together and we got along, yeah. But but I found that with also I had met up with different people over the years because now I'm older, right? And I've run into them and they've they were the bullies mm -hmm. and they act like nothing has nothing ever happened. And I've reminded them and said. Yeah. You bullied me in school, and they are all the same way. And the sad thing oh is... Oh, my God. I I did? Really? I'm like, yeah. Don't you remember? And they're the, like, no. And I'm like, I don't ever forget it. The sad thing is, is that we will never forget their names. No. 
I know the redheaded kid that was with us all through center. Mm -hmm. There was one kid, and I have no problem naming him. John Woods Mm -hmm. through fifth grade. Total asshole. Fell in with the bullies. I think it was one of those because he was accepted by the cool kids. Mm -hmm. He just kind of did it, but Looking back and thinking about it, he was always kind of half-assing it, you know? And then he started assisting with the Special Olympics. He had to. And, yeah. He he was ordered oh, to. Oh, I know. That wasn't just a, oh, I'm going to suddenly be a good guy. It was no, a, but I'm after I'm going to go to jail. But after that, he was a good guy. You can talk nobody around listens to this oh well then he got totally cheated on well because that's what happens to good guys right (laughs) i know i can i can that and that's that's another form of abuse that you can do to people you take advantage of them but that's but that's something that if you had mentioned to him probably today how much of a bully he was he probably wouldn't see it that way and that's not saying that what they do is Okay, because they're gonna forget about it because you're never going to. Yeah, and and I. But I, what has to happen is, there's one bully, or there could be a group of them, and there's all these kids in the class. Yeah. There's, oh yeah. There's more of the kids in the class that just want to get by day to day, hang out with their friends, do what they got to do. Yeah. Something has to happen where more kids. Some of some of the, band together. I think. We will see in in the girl's lifetime more and more instances of someone picking on somebody for whatever reason. Oh, you have two dads or nice shoes or whatever. You know, it can range from any of that to, oh, your favorite character is Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's an asshole. You know, that kind of thing. Um. (laughs) You just say that because that's my favorite character. (laughs) Um, And... More people now I see, and it might just be with what shows up online, but more people will will stand up for other people, which is why we told the girls. Maybe this generation will. It's totally fine to do that. And I, yeah, the, 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 the back to, to circle all the way around, I think that um, this this. This this differentiating between gender toys and likes and what can be for a certain group. I think that's going to start to disappear because we're starting to see it. A little bit. We're, we're, okay. A little bit is a thousand times more than it ever used to be. Yeah. Because you see the picture of the dad walking with the son and the son wanted to wear a, a sundress one day and the dad's like, well, fuck it, I'll do it too. You know, why should he be the only one? I got to make sure. We, we've gone from um, the Dr. Spock era of raising your children to the 80s. I don't give a shit. Just come home and don't die. <laughs> which is kind of how we grew up, yeah. to uh, wrap your kid in bubble wrap, to what I consider um, kind of a mix of all of them, uh, taking um, doctor's advice into consideration, heavily into consideration with things, uh, giving your children enough freedom to hurt themselves, 
so they understand the boundaries of the environment and their bodies mm-hmm. and what they're capable of um, while still saying wear a helmet and knee pads. Um, and, 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 and it's, you can definitely see a generational thing. And there's, of course, there's going to be the, the, the group of rednecks in Florida that beat their 11 month old kids to death, which I read about today, which I just want to fucking strangle people sometimes. Um, but then there's, there's people that we talk to that it seems a lot more common, at least in, in the kindergarten class that, that there's this moderate approach to mm. to parenting um and more people are more accepting uh and with all of the parents through preschool to now that we've interacted with i've only ever really had a problem like an actual i'm gonna walk away from you problem with one parent who was just the most racist person out of all of the parents mm. and his child was a monster. She was just running all over the place like her body was on fire. And it's weird how you can see that. We, we, we're tense 80% of the time. And we argue and we bicker just like everybody else does. Um, but we make it, we're pretty good at oh yeah there's a child in the room so let's just stop for right now but we also let them know hey we fight well we had that the other day we, we were that talking doesn't about mean something. we hate each other that doesn't mean we're gonna leave that doesn't mean we don't love you it doesn't yeah. mean that it's your fault it was it was the day after we the talk about it with them we don't make it some dirty little secret or pretend no. like go out in the car everything's and, yeah. fine no, it was the day after the storm, so we were both super tense about the tree outback, which we found from the first estimate, because I've been posting shit about our scary poltergeist tree <laughs> yeah, online. It makes me feel better to discuss it, you know? Um, and uh, it's not going to cost that much to take down, so we're going to get that done as soon as fucking possible. But it's always, through Hurricane Sandy, it was super stressful because branches, limbs, fell off of the tree. Okay. And um, this time watching the news the storm and the intensity of it and if it had moved a little closer it would have been devastating to like boston and and coastal towns um so the next morning i was tense and i was looking for something and you had moved it uh to some place that i thought was um inaccessible quickly and we discussed that um uh, heatedly and then i realized Oh, Ripley's sitting right there eating breakfast. All right. So we talked to her and we said, you know, sometimes you just have to argue a little bit. Sometimes that's just, you know, you wake up in a bad mood. And she she's like, yeah, I know. She's totally fine with it because after that we were totally fine. We don't, a long time ago, we've stopped having those fights. You know, those fights that would last for hours where I desperately need to prove myself through talking that I have the superior point and it doesn't fucking matter. The point is you say what you say. I say what I say. We agree somewhere in the middle unless it's clearly you are right or I am right. Then, you know, whatever. Well, your voice cracked on that sentence, huh? I said it though, didn't I? Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
Uh, no, I mean, this means I've been talking too much. Um, yeah. But when you were pregnant, um, we would fight about stupid things like when I was quitting smoking because it, it, when you're emotionally, hormonally imbalanced, it plays into your emotions and the dumbest things make you mad. So I realized that the best way to just, instead of saying, oh, well, I was going to do that, blah, 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 just to say, yeah, I know I didn't do it, sorry. And that's just kind of changed the whole approach to it. And yeah, we argue, but we don't argue like we used to, which is super beneficial because we don't do that in front of them. We don't throw things. We don't yell about stuff in front of them. But it is definitely healthy to see that we argue. Now, to tie that into what we're talking about on the show, do you think other parents have the... Because we've seen the, the, the woman that was at that lane with the other kid. She had one volume level, and it was harpy screech. And there was no... Oh, when I leaned over to you and said, no, it's not. Did you know what I was referring mm-hmm. to? Yeah, I did. She had said, or the father had said, the reason is because they said so. No, it's not, because that's not an answer. Yeah, he said, because I said so, that's why. That's, But that doesn't like, that's work That's the cop-out 1950s answer. That's not... That's I don't that's have a, do exactly a reason. That's exactly what I say. Instead of a, no, yeah. you'll get hurt, this is not how we behave. Right. Which... I think that's another thing, too, is that generations before either didn't know how they to discipline or they didn't care to, they, or well, they the, wanted to be buddies. The 50s parents were emotionally detached, as we're living through right now. Right. Um, the 90s parents wanted to be everybody's friends. Fuck mm-hmm. that. You are my child. I am responsible to make you a responsible person. I, I think I've well, said... you can enjoy the company of your kid, definitely, and yes. enjoy being with them. But when it comes down to it, you have to be the one that says, no, you can't do that. Right. And kids know, no matter what, even if it's on a subconscious level, that mm. when your parent says, no, you can't do that, it's they're creating a boundary for you because they want you to be safe. Right. When a parent says, oh, yeah, do whatever you want, eat as much ice cream as you want, you know deep down inside, they don't give a shit about me. They don't care that I'm going to get sick. See, when my parents would say you. that to me, um, <clears throat> Admiral Akbar didn't pop into my head immediately, mm-hmm. but it was, it was, it, it fell back to, if I ever catch you drinking, you're going to drink everything in this house. And if that I, was an empty threat. There was a lot of liquor in that house because they might, people would give my father bottles of stuff and, he, they don't. They don't drink. Yeah, but their whole way with you was, you're punished. Go away, so we don't have to deal with you. <laughs> they didn't know how to deal with me. They didn't talk to you. No. and find out what was going on which inside is, your which head. Is, which is why I'm struggling, and I'm getting being better. Young parents, they might have been able to actually like relate to you. Being, but, but I'm I'm at the point now where I would over talk to the girls, and I'm starting to understand that where the line between not talking at all and talking too much is and I'm 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 
really fighting to get to that middle ground of this is where your attention span is. Well, they I'm know you play like to, to talk. They say that oh, to me. Yeah. I love and talking. And I tell them, I say, Dad loves to talk, but he will keep talking Yeah, if you let him. Well, Ripley him. does the same thing. But anyway, um, because I, I've said to the girls once or twice, because I told you to. Why do I have to put my shoes away? And depending on the tone they use to ask me that, it's either because I told you to, usually that's if it's more than once, or because I asked you to. Because we've tried with the girls, a lot of it is about polite asking. I would like to get this. I would like, you know, see. And that the best thing is getting rid of cables. You don't have all these ads for all this superfluous crap that's no, floating they around. they don't really see that anymore. No, which is great because they can go to a store and like today um, Nova had the Frights camera action. Um, who was it? Laguna and Even somebody else. Even though they just else. got like beyond wonderful things she knows, for their She knows she has gift cards for Toys R Us. I said, all right, look, you don't have your gift cards. So you can't get them today. And she got a little depressed. I said, but here's the thing. You have gift cards for here and Target. And I said, when you have gift cards and you want to squeeze every penny you can out of them, the best thing to do is to find out where it costs less and buy it there. I said, so let's go beep it. She got to use the the, the price scanner. Yeah, she likes the price you know, scanner. She beeped it like 12 times. And I said, okay, so it's 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 fourteen ninety nine here. We'll check at Target. And then we'll go get them wherever it's cheaper. And she'll forget, and it'll be fine. Um, but it takes twice as long to say why as it does to say because I said so. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You give a kid a reason, and then they have learned something. Because I said so teaches them nothing. Oh, you got to behave. Why? Because I said so. No, how about because it's good to be polite in public so people can look at you and see that you're not a fucking monster. Well, we had, it was me and Nova in the store the other day and a little kid was on his way out the door, about their age, screaming bloody blue murder because he couldn't get a toy, screeching like breaking windows screeching yeah and the parents just yelling at him well we're leaving now and that's it and they were just being nasty about it and before i could even open my mouth to say something to nova a father and his kid were walking Uh, by us on the other way and he said to his kid do you see why we don't yell like that in the (laughs) store and Nova looked at me and she said that's right mom i'm like yeah i was about to say that she goes i know you were i'm like yep because that's what I say. That's why we don't act like that because it's embarrassing to hear somebody else like that. And yeah. You feel bad because and it stops the girls dead in their tracks. Maybe when the they kid hear just that. wanted to look at something for a few minutes and just see it and just tell you, yeah. "Hey, I like this." Here's the thing: don't take your kids in the toy store if you don't have an hour. Yeah, let them walk around, look and touch everything because then they're satisfied that they have but- explored every nook and cranny of the segment sections they like. <laughs> But do you think that that's something that parents, they aren't talking to each other about how they parent? No, And it's kind of a taboo not. of, well, well, I became a parent, so I should know what to do. Because I've had somebody say that to me, that they, they thought that beca- 
becoming a mom meant that you instantly had all these gut reactions and instincts and you just knew what to do and the I gut, laughed hysterically. The gut reaction and instincts are how to keep your child alive, not and, how to raise a responsible and person. And that's what I said. I said, do you know that, that, I said, you learn every day. I said, and the great thing about it is, is your kid learns with you. You yeah. learn from each other. And if you don't, if you just treat it like, well, I just tell you what to do when you do it. I said, well, that's not helping a human being survive in this world. Right. That's, that's telling a dog to go... <laughs> Yeah, get the sit, ball and sit, sit down. Sit. You push the butt down until they if, sit. If that's what you want, then you get a dog. But if yeah. you really want a human being that you're trying to help put out in the world to make it a better place, yeah. So maybe that's something schools need to do more of. Is more. I don't know. More. You can't force the parents to go to these meetings. No, they you won't can't. Go. But they won't. And That's, they won't read the paperwork that you send home. If a parent you know, doesn't give a shit, they're not going to give a shit. they're going to do what they want to do. But when you think about it, society needs all kinds of people to survive. Yeah. You need the, uh, to quote Hitchhiker's Guide, you need the telephone sanitizers, you but, need the executives, and you need the, uh, the, pro- the producers. But the ones that are the bullies and that are making life unbearable for other kids, yeah. it, it has to change. Oh, yeah. Because it's and, been going on for we, we have talked centuries. We've talked a, a, a long time ago about what would happen if our kids ever got bullied, and most of the joking around part of it was me showing up at the school saying, "Who's the little shit that's picking on you?" Right. Within earshot of the little shit that's picking on them. But we learned that we have to arm them. Yes. And make sure that they know what to do. That, yeah, and I've spent hours showing them how to make a proper fist so they don't hurt themselves. And I've also shown them, and you have too, the sensitive part on boys if it gets to the point where they get shoved. We've told them how to knock them down. Mm-hmm. And if Nova ever kicks somebody in the jimmies and they get suspended... There will be hell to pay because that's a girl defending herself against a boy. That part, that 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 whole gender whatever, that that's still intact. That's still a boy picking on a girl. Mm-hmm. Boys can totally defend themselves if a girl takes a swing. Yeah. Like they can. um yeah. like um what's her name that was married to your brother? She used mm. to brag about beating up boys. Yeah. And I remember um, there was one point where we had reached this agreement about how they factor into our lives and what kind of parenting example we will use them for in the future, um, where I turned to you and I said, you know, if she ever took a swing at me, I'd break her jaw. Because if you have the balls to attack somebody... Then you should have the strength to take whatever they're going to give back to you. Uh, 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 an ex junkie bragging about beating up boys is like, you know, it's like a frat guy saying, I drank two cases. It's like nobody gives a shit. You're a fucking loser. So, because you keep going Those off two on were a tangent. Bullied. The funny thing is, is that your brother quit school for being a bully. No, and for getting bullied. For getting bullied. Then he fucking turned into one. Yeah, because he thought that that would make him 
the popular person. Yeah, that's not and how it if, works. If he became the bully, then he'd have the upper hand. That ruins your life. But he doesn't. And he lost a lot of stuff in the process. He lost everything. Because he made a lot of bad decisions with, with terrible people. Mm-hmm. But you know what? My parents, when he was getting picked on, they ignored it. They thought it would just go away. They didn't want to talk to the school. They didn't want to do anything. Yeah. They didn't want to approach the other parents because they were afraid to make waves. The worst advice you can give your child is ignore it. It'll go away. It doesn't fucking go away. If you ignore it, they try harder to get your attention and you get hurt worse. Yep. So don't ignore it. Punch it in the fucking nuts. That's you. You have to attack. If it gets to the point where you are physically harmed, you got to take them down. And then what if you can't? Then you tried. I, I mean, and then, and then, and then, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I got nothing past that. Um, there's, there's very soft spots in, in, in people that, that you I, can... I don't mean that. I mean that it, if it escalated to a point where somebody actually stood up to a bully but the bully came back with something worse, like knifed him in the schoolyard or... Yeah, I... I you something. know, I almost would, got stabbed once. What would you do? Like, I, what do well, you do at that point? Is that when police are involved and then you're fearful for your life and then you do move to another city? Like, Well, I'll tell you, when, when I almost got stabbed in the gut in the employee changing room at the old General Cinema, I did not shit myself, but my guts felt like it because I was... um I, I just finished changing... And this kid, who's another name I will never forget, uh, came in without a word, had this fucking blank look on his face, just stuck the knife out, and instinctively the skateboard just moved because I saw a hand coming toward me. And then when I heard the tunk and his hand stopped, I looked down and I realized I would have got knifed in the groin. Knifed in the fucking groin. And for what? Um, Probably making fun of him a little bit. But he picked on me and my friend incessantly. And he was also stealing money from the theater. Uh, So I went to the boss and um, she couldn't fire him because I had blah, 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 whatever. Now, he just tried to literally tried to kill me. But this was the district manager's daughter who was stealing money from the theater and kept bottles of vodka in her desk and was never at the theater. The the place was a fucking disaster. I'm amazed we showed movies at that so place. So what made you not go to the police? Get you to like, talk into the microphone. Oh, what made you not go to the police? I had no proof past a tiny little hole in my skateboard that looked like everything else from doing, you know, 50-50s or, or board slides on stuff. I had absolutely no proof that it happened. Except the word of my friend who was a skateboarder. And we were always in trouble with the police anyway because can't skate in the street, can't skate on the sidewalk. So I said to the officer, so we'll just fucking float, I suppose. Okay, this isn't about skateboarding. But right? no, the, no, but that's the point is that it was in Peabody. I can't go to Peabody because all the cops have yelled at us. You know? I could go to the cops. I have no proof. They'd, I'd say the name. They'd go, oh, that fucking kid. And then what? What happens? I don't know. I, I don't know why I thought about that. That It's been well, a long time since I thought about almost getting killed. 
but that's what I'm saying is that yeah. the bullies live on and it doesn't phase them. And yeah. the parents of the bullies don't either acknowledge it or refuse to accept that their darling child is doing anything wrong in the world or they know it and they're just going to ignore it until they disappear and become serial killers and then they can pretend they didn't know who they are. Yeah. See, I always wondered what would happen if we went to the parents and said, hey, look, I, and it would be just like that. I, I would like start to talk, stop, start to talk, stop, because how do you, how do you say it? And I'd be like, look, I'm not, I know it's a taboo to tell other people how to parent their kids, but um, can you talk to him about picking on other people? And then if the parent gave me any kind of shit back, I think honestly what I will say is, all right, then I'm going to show you what it's like. And I would just turn around and walk away and let him live in fear about when I'm going to show up to they pick on him. They wouldn't care. They, they honestly no, me, would not care. Me. <coughs> How many people are my size? Not many. I have intimidation behind me at least. But I don't think that would phase a parent that thinks that they have self-righteousness and that their darling kid isn't oh, doing anything self-righteousness wrong. Self-righteousness. But, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's my first reaction. Us sitting here talking. Obviously, it would be one of those things where we go back and forth and we discuss it. And I have a good idea, not a stupid half baked idea of intimidating the other person. Um, I don't know. I mean, what do you do? You get the kid expelled. You fight it until the kid gets expelled. That's what you have to do. You, you go to the principal and you say, Mrs. Bloop, um, you have a zero tolerance policy. Use it. And then what happens when your kid's still worrying in fear? Because even though that kid got kicked out of school, mm. they know where you live. Then what do you do? Then what do you do as a kid? That I don't you know how old? How old? Hypothetically, let's what, say what twelve. A twelve-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. Baseball bat. Kids in front of the house. You walk outside with a baseball bat. And you say, "Do we have a problem?" But I, I mean, ki- I mean, also for your own kid, like yeah. for them to deal with that, because you know, school stops in the summertime. Right, those bullies are still around. They don't go away. No, they but don't unless, take a break. unless unless they're on the street, they're not going to run across them. Mm. And outside of school, they don't have their usual six man support team like you have in elementary school or middle school. One on one. It's totally different. They will walk by, look at you, maybe even give you a fucking nod because they're outnumbered if there's three of you and one of them. Mm-hmm. So I I have to say Nelson Muntz on The Simpsons is probably a really good example of the dynamic between him and Kearney and Jimbo and Dolph all together and then and then Nelson separate talking with Lisa. Yeah, he's a little bit of a jerk because he's poorly socialized, but he loves boys and berries and you know, doing stuff and he plays guitar and the best thing to do really is to to, to try and reach them somehow. And and say you can even say, Hey dude, why are you picking on me? You know, I'm sure there's there's stuff that we would, I bet we would get along. And that would fucking floor them because you know 
you know there's nobody that gets along with them anywhere mm-hmm. else. And that's what we told the girls to try with Cannonball. They did try. <clears throat> they did. They were scared to fucking death to do it. But they did it. They really did it. They did. And I have never been more proud of Nova. Ripley was like, fuck him. Just, no, fuck him all the way to hell and back. She didn't really say that. That was the look on her yes, face. It was, was like, I hear what you're saying and that is a noble thing to do, but fuck him and fuck you for telling me to do that. Which is fine. Nova tried it. She did. Apparently it worked. Because yes. he hugged her today and made her so squirmy. Like, Yeah, the poor little oh. thing. She jumped like a mile. It yeah. was very awkward to watch. It really was. And then she's like, fuck it, he's hugging me. I guess I'll, I can't let him feel bad. I'll hug him back. And it was like one of those. Eh. Yeah, she did give him a pity hug. Like when you, when you, when you, when you got to hug the stinky guy at the office. I don't want to get too close. But you know what? I he's think trying. He won't, he won't do it with Ripley. Because no. I think she will turn around and roundhouse him. No, no. Ripley will headbutt him. Probably. I mean, she's already demonstrated that nothing hit, nothing got broken on both, the forehead when both, she fell. Both Ripley and Nova, we, we do the bonk. We bonk each other at night. Um, Foreheads. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, that sounds horrible. It's a bonk. I call it a bonk because I can't call it a headbutt. So it's, it's you know, noses, kiss, nose, headbutt. Um, I'm not going to edit that because that's, that's funny. Um, well, the way you said it was like, oh, my God. No, not boink. Bonk. It's no, different. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, um, wrong. Just... I, I've I've headbutted Nova's headbutted me, and then she, she headbutted you when she was a baby. Yeah. Well, she had that ridge on her skull, and she hit me way too high on the crown of my head and made me nauseous. She was like not even a year old, and she but, nearly yeah, knocked she was you just out. Rocking back and forth. That was that was that was that was weird. You almost um, threw up. Yeah. She really just hit my head wrong. It was it was the strangest thing, um. Pro- I think because I was moving forward as she hit me, so she sloshed my brain around a little. But Nova will will headbutt me, and then she'll headbutt me again, and she'll laugh, and she'll do it harder, and she'll do it harder. Yeah, you guys are weird. Until we're at the point where we're like, oh. So Ripley will do the same thing. So one of these days. They're both tall enough. They're going to knock you out. No, they're going to do it to somebody else because they know that their heads are fucking rock-solid weapons. We're going to get a call. Can you guys come in? Because uh, Ripley just knocked somebody out with her head. And we will secretly high-five and then go to the school. But like I could see Nova when when, when yeah, Cannonball would. comes in. She'll just bonk. And just drop him like a like a bag of potatoes. Well, she secretly believes she's Black Canary, and nine yeah. of the superheroes rolled into one. Yeah, so. uh, yeah, that is that is true. Ripley is is trickier because you know Nova gets behind. Oh, I can be like this one and this one and this one, and Ripley's just like I'll just be a butterfly. She's just. So like it's like it's, you can be Huntress, Black Canary, and Huntress. They kind of you know, blonde hair, darker hair, that kind of thing. Or, or she's like, I'll be Rainbow Dash. She's like, I, just don't be Fluttershy. I don't really give a shit. Just even that is even Fluttershy is fine. I don't care. The other thing is that 
parents, like big, tough, masculine fathers, um, that, 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 that with, with, with girls, they don't know shit about what their kids are watching. We see this time yeah. and time again in the toy stores. The only thing, the only thing I've that, only seen a few dads that really seem on top of. Yeah. You have to know. Yeah. Um, cause Nova told me once she said, um, oh, I want the 13 wishes Dracula and we're looking in the store. That's a monster high thing. Um, and I'm looking in the store and I'm like, Nova, there is no 13 wishes Dracula. And she laughed at me and said, yeah, I know. I'm like what the fuck are you talking about? But if you don't know what your kid's into, just, just because the girls are resistant to star Wars because they think it's funny that it's my favorite thing and they're not going to watch it. Which is fine. They'll come around once there's a movie in the theater, and it'll be it'll be cool. Um, you have. I, I think it's your responsibility as a parent to know what your kids are watching. Now, I can't keep all of the fairies' names straight on the Tinkerbell movie, but I know enough to watch it <laughs> and and be able to follow a conversation with them. You have to. Just like if we had boys, you would have to know who Deadpool is before. I know who Deadpool is. I know, but the, you're you're different that way. Um, but because because why don't why wouldn't I know boy things? There are girly girls. Do you moms. know who I hung around I with know, growing but, up? But, but you, but, yeah. But I also knew the stuff that you like too, and I, you know, like I knew the difference between, you know strawberry shortcake characters and care bear characters and i still knew every transformers name that's because any any adult that's our age knows that well, no when Regardless they were when they were a girl when they were on i knew that you um, also had a younger brother yeah but he watched like land before time and brave little toaster the first land before time is actually kind of heartwarming in a way uh i could never really get into brave little toaster Probably because he watched it so much, I just gave up trying. Um, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get in there. You gotta, you gotta be fucking all in. And if you're all in, you really get to know who your kids are. But you gotta be on top of it. You have to listen to the kids. You have to watch the behavior. You have to ask questions, and you gotta make sure they're okay. Yeah. Because Cause sometimes they won't even tell you what's going on. And then they'll just wait yeah. until five seconds before they fall asleep. And they'll say, oh, well, something bad happened at school today. And you're like, yeah. why did you tell me this sooner? And then they. Yeah. Hey, I've noticed that since this kid isn't in their class, Nova hasn't been chewing on her arm. No, Have she you noticed that? Nova, her, Nova, had this, wrist or... Nova had this habit of, of chewing on. Uh, chewing, Herself. Basically chewing a hickey into her arm. Yeah. And. um. Now that this or kid's she'd, not she'd there, she'd be eating her hair. She yeah. was doing not that she was physically no, swallowing she'd chew it, on it, but she'd chew on it. Yeah, and now it's cut too short. But it's, it was all nervous behavior. She's it not was. even she's not even chewing her fingernails. Maybe her thumb. Mm, but I think her thumb. She's chewing on the knuckle. Really? I, she's doing something around here. She's she probably says just she's not, but I think she's at picking unconsciously. At it, so. But but that, she hasn't that, chewed her arm. No. And it hasn't happened since he hasn't been there. No, it's been a while. So you, you got to look for these signs. But because she worries. She worries about all her friends at school. Oh, she does. Yeah. And she she cares about what happens to him. Ripley does too. Yeah, but it's not it's not going to end her world. No. Which is kind of how I I I was. 
Um, but yeah, just just keep an eye out. Eleven is not too young to commit suicide. No, because the, it's not. The, the, you're the, you're going right into puberty, and it's. I mean, we can talk kids, about we can talk all day about how innocent kids should be, but they're not. No, they're not. They're even not close. by any means. No, I mean to a certain level at five and six and seven, yeah, but not. You get to like eight, nine. Yeah, I mean, people don't think kids think about things, but they think about. Oh, they things, absolutely do. You know? they absolutely do. I mean, we can protect them as much as we can. Like when the cat died on their birthday. Yeah, they don't they, know about that. No, and they they're not going to because no. because they don't need to. No, because that cat hid in the basement, so they never really saw it. So we knew, and that's right. how you knew when it happened. But you know, we've rescued some cats that are a little squirrely, not feral, but very scared of humans. Yeah, and we rescued them basically to just give them a safe place to live instead of a cage. Yeah, and they do. They have it. They have food. They have water. And they're warm. And they're fine. And they're warm. And they're fine. They have company. And... Yep. <clears throat> yep. Um, so I don't want to make it not, sound like oh we're locking people. cats in the basement and no one sees them. I yeah. don't want to give anybody that idea. But they're not. They don't want anything to do with people. No, they they were abused way too long, yeah. which is another indicator as to why. <coughs> when when this Maroni's the the little Maroni's kid, um, when that popped up, it it just fucking infuriated me. That that you could push a kid that far for a fucking TV show. And yeah, there. And why? Well, yeah, what do you get why? out of what, it? Yeah, what what does it do for them? What yeah. the satisfaction that they hurt some kid? Yeah. For for what? Because maybe they secretly wanted to watch it too, and they couldn't. That's that's possible. And maybe they, it's something they have, that they maybe, could have a father that's like, no, nah, that's girly shit. Don't be a fag. You don't know. They <laughs> they could be in a household where they tried watching it, and the mother went after him, and probably. Could have slapped him upside the head and said, well, you have nothing to do with that. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know what goes on. Yeah. And you but know. But usually, I, usually the bullying, unless they're like a, what is it? Not a psychopath, but. A sociopath. Sociopath. Unless there's something like <laughs> well, that. Well, psychopath too, yeah. Unless there's something like that. Most bullying is because it is something that they don't have in themselves. Yeah. And they. They pick on other kids for But it's also kind of a learned behavior, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So I don't, I, I don't, uh, there, the, okay, there is one show that the girls watch that I just can't, I can't sit down and get into, uh, the Littlest Pet Shop stuff. It's a lot oh, of the I same. Oh, like that. It's, it's the same. Theory. It's a lot of the same voice actors and stuff. I just, I just. It's, and a, then, it's a lot of the same theory, but it's not, it's more isolated. Yeah. Um, but they go more with Little Pony because we talk about it. Yeah. And about There are some very smartly are. written social lessons and and you know, working with a group and everybody's different but they all get along and the one that acts like um who is the one on Facts of Life? That would be rarity. Oh, that Blair. Yeah. Yeah. I never saw anything redeeming in Blair because I never really paid that much attention to her. She changed a lot in the um, show. But, but the see, one I that, watched it. Yeah. She, but her character evolved. But see, Facts of Life and... Facts of Life is like just just animate them as ponies and there yeah. you go. Um, but every character is a good person even though they might seem something, 
you know, rough or tomboyish or really snobby. They're not. And girls and boys can totally identify with the traits of the characters. And yes, it can be a little creepy if there's, you know, a 40-year-old balding overweight dude living in a basement watching the show. That might not send the best message for that fan base. Whatever. You know? Well, if he makes him go out and make friends. As long as he's not out raping children, I don't give a shit who's watching what. I... Don't you think that that would help some adults that never got to have friends? Good friends that maybe you know, that would show them that they could still go out and actually have friends. It is friends? still possible, yeah. Um the the other thing that that takes the show and I can totally see why anyone that's interested in music or any kind of singing or or anything is to, would totally be into the show is the songs are absolutely top-notch for a, t- a weekly TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Ingram, Ingram emulates all these different musical styles, and he writes really catchy, memorable songs. Well, you know, even the one with, with Babs, their cousin. The from, bully And episode. she was a bully. And yeah. the girls had a hard time with it because it made them very uncomfortable. And they felt bad for Apple Bloom and her friends, and they didn't like Babs. Yeah, and, you're not supposed to. And we talked about it after and said that sometimes that's the hardest thing with a bully. And I said, look what they had to do. They thought getting back at her would solve the problem. It didn't. It made them feel bad because yeah. deep down inside, they don't want to hurt anybody. Right. And well, they, and she was also every, family. <clears throat> right. And they did everything that they could. But when it came down to it, they're... One of the major problem ones is that they didn't go to an older, they didn't go to Applejack. Right. And the older sister. The older For sister. For those that are still listening that <laughs> don't watch the show. Well, they, but I think that's that's another thing too is that a lot of bullying might happen with the person that's getting bullied might, might not have somebody to turn to. Yeah. To talk to. In some cases, the bullying happens even inside the same house. It could. And you can never escape that. No. But I believe that for a majority of the people, after watching one very one-sided, um, totally biased, superficial documentary, um, it was it was a well-made film, but I, it didn't dig at all into the fandom because mm. that's what it was about. Um, I can totally understand why anybody would watch it. I don't. I don't care. What people do, you know, like, like, I still have people that will say, "Dude, I'm sorry, I've never watched. I, I watched like the first five episodes of Clone Wars, and I never went back." I'm like, I didn't. Why are they I apologizing to you? Look at this room. I don't know. Uh, Is it? I don't know. But I say, you know what? Skip the first season. Start at the beginning of season two, and from there, uh, Clone Wars is like. It's like Harry Potter. The first movie, I'll just go movie-wise. The first movie is really light and kid-friendly, and as the seasons go on, it gets darker and darker and darker and ends with a Harry half-beaten to death fighting Voldemort in the courtyard of Hogwarts. And it's very grim, and the whole last movie is totally dark. That was the whole series of Clone Wars. It got progressively darker and better as it went on, I thought. And I'm like, just give it another shot. Just keep okay. going. All right, let's but go back but, to where the point is because it's been an hour and a half now. 
I, that's that's a pretty <clears throat> decent amount of time. Um, people, the people, people I know think that it's really weird, and they have these ideas that you know, oh, you watch a show for little girls, you must be a pedophile. I I don't see the correlation between the two things. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I said I'm a Catholic priest. Um, but just because I watch a show, I have kids. I never would have started watching the show without them. One of one of my friends suggested that they might like it, so I sat and watched it because I will watch. You know, we've done that. We've watched stuff on like the DC Comics YouTube channel, and it like it gets a little. It's like okay, that's enough of that. That's not so good. Um, because you got to be ready to shut it off. If it was like SpongeBob, it would have been like uh, it's just flashing noise and lights, and I don't know what flashing noise is, but you know what I mean. People just need to calm the fuck down, basically, and let people like whatever they like. If it's yeah. not hurting anybody, you follow the whole Wiccan sensibility and harm none. It doesn't hurt anybody for a kid to carry a Rainbow Dash backpack. No. And I think that society is progressing faster than when we were younger. I think the age of the internet and social media and the way we're all connected and the way that we can know about Grayson and um, and Moroni's. I can't remember his first name. I had it up here. Um, Michael. I'm sorry, Michael. Um, that we know that that happened and we can... We uh, there's there's Facebook groups to for support that the parents have set up and you can send pictures and stuff and you you can say you know hang in there everything's gonna be fine you know we support you and the creators and stars of the show can actually like say what you're doing is awesome and that the only time I've ever agreed with Glenn Beck is when he says about Grayson that kid has huge balls to do what he did. And to continue to want to do it. Because he wanted to keep taking the backpack. Why not? It's his backpack. That's right. That's right. So, if Glenn Beck and I agree on something, (laughs) clearly the bullies are the ones that are wrong. And clearly the school is the one that is wrong. Maybe more more of these bullies need to have more psych evaluations. It might not hurt. Maybe there has to be more going on on that end of it. Instead of the... Let's take care of the victim. Yeah, but I can see with with the way that schools are being held accountable for their behavior by news agencies and people outside of the school district and the way that light's being shown on it and the way that that bullies can see the reaction. It's I can't see how this kind of behavior can continue. I don't think it can either. I think it's going to change. Yeah. It's going to change. There will still be some form of shaming or bullying or whatever, but it'll be different. Maybe. I don't know, but it can, you know what? This, (laughs) we got rid of lynching people in the streets. So why can't we get rid of bullying? There was all of it is harmful. Clearly one kills you and one is emotional harm. But, you know, if we can get rid of harmful things to society, why not? Maybe, I don't know, maybe it can be the beginning of a time of better expectations of people's behavior. Yeah. And, I mean, that's what we're seeing in the school that we didn't see when we were in school, that you're held accountable for your social behavior. Yeah. 
and that that will be held against you. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have anything like that. It was a, well, you're just here to learn, go oh, out God. the door, you're done. I, I was I was a problem in class, so I was moved away from everybody else. I was sequestered off from everyone. It didn't fucking help me. No. I just I just sat there and read the whole book while I was behind a cardboard partition in a class. But now the kids they have to be they're being taught they have to be, to be productive more socially, members of society. Yes, they yeah. have to be socially acceptable. Yeah. So yeah, things maybe are it's way different than more, when we were in school. More and more parents saying to the school systems too, because where is all the bullying happening? Mainly in school. Well, always in school. Yeah. That. Okay, it's got to change. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what that's that's one of the lessons that needs to be told is to to the kids is that you are all responsible as well as the teacher and the administrators and the parents, you are all responsible to, to help stop bullying when you see it. And then you can learn where the line is. Yeah. I mean, I could walk by you and go, huh, oh, nice hair because it's windy. Or I could walk by you and go, nice hair, idiot. You know? And there's there's different levels. Because you can't get rid of sarcasm. No. And you can't get rid of, of uh, friendly jesting no. with each other. I mean, there's always going to be jealousy. There's always going to be oh, yeah. somebody that wants to make sure that because they feel bad about themselves, if they knock you down, they're going to feel better. Right. But that doesn't mean And I think maybe maybe that was a way for schools to try and stop bullying from happening. Um, in the 90s when everybody got a medal and we're not keeping score so that everybody was equal. So then maybe that was their way of trying to, you know, as a byproduct of of pumping up the kids' self-esteem and making them feel good about themselves, maybe bullying would go away. But you can't. That's human nature. If you don't keep score, then there's no reason to better yourself no. because you're already doing fine. Someone's always going to be ahead of you. Someone's always going to be behind you. It's like if you're a mediocre worker and you always get a raise because raises happen at that time of the year and you get the same raise everybody else does, you have no reason to push to 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 do better. No. <sighs> All right. We have um we have Reverend Scott and then um then I'm going to bed. <laughs> so, um, where did I save it? Here it is. Hopefully this won't be too loud. I'll turn it down and then turn it back up. Oh, hey there, Chris and Ellen. This is Reverend Scott. Well, since this is a little bit different kind of show this week, I thought I'd do a little bit something different myself. And don't worry, this isn't about you, Ellen. I'm just, I'm just waiting. Well, it more has to do with bullying and being mean to kids. So I picked a special segment of Last Rites to play this week. In fact, the very first time I ever called it Last Rites and had an intro for it. Not only that, but it also ends with some things that Chris said that fit right in with your topic. Unfortunately for you, Ellen, you can't leave until this is over. Fuck! So without further ado, let's listen to another segment of Chris saying terrible things and thus proving Ellen has horrible taste in men. Oh, shut the fuck up. You're not doing anybody a world of good. Go find something useful to do. Yeah. Fair enough. (laughs) 
Oh, what's this? Oh, it must be Reverend Scott. <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> Anything you want to say? Well, I, I we can't talk about cock or anything, so I don't know. <laughs> All right. But I guess I'll say fuck. There we go. All right. Um, That's the only one I got. Hey there, Chris and Frank. Well, not only does my segment have a name now, but an official intro as well. And the question I want to ask is, what'd you guys think? Wow. All right, that's, that's interesting. That's that's actually pretty fucking awesome. Aw, oh, you're just saying that. This actually kind of twisted my brain a little bit. It was wrinkling my brain. Well, I'm kind of relieved. I, I was worried you might not like it. I have been known to change my mind. Right. Well, anyways, I wanted to take a minute <laughs> to discuss this presidential primary idea you guys had last week. Now, I'm not exactly sure what it is you wanted to do, because I thought you were already running against me as presidential and vice presidential candidates, respectively. Yeah, maybe you can explain more later on. I think the important part is you tell us what your platform is all about. For instance, what type of things are you completely against? Like, what is it you hate in America more than anything? Abortion and gay people getting married. <laughs> Guys, I don't know if that's going to get you many votes. I mean, people are going to think that's wrong. Fuck them, I'm right. Whoa, 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 Frank. You can't talk to the voting public like that. You're not infallible. You can't just say you're right and perfect all the time. All right, and, and I'll admit, I'm, I'm not saying I'm perfect either. I'm an asshole, too, and I believe everybody else is an asshole. Obviously, you just don't get it, Frank. Maybe you do, Chris. I mean, in fact, uh, I'm sure you're convinced you know everything the voters want already. You know why? I can honestly say this. Why? I'm fucking awesome. That's why. <laughs> well, I don't really have time to get into this right now because I have to go. But before I do, Chris, maybe you want to give us a little taste of uh, what you would do. You know, very first thing you would do as president. You know, like when you first walked into the lobby of the White House. I think I would have to kill six elderly people and then take a shit on them in the middle of the lobby and then i would have to punch a baby in the face wow this is gonna be a long election year you ever want to just punch a little kid yes <laughs> anyways peace and love guys some of the some of the places that will like watch your dog for you have a webcam that you can get a password to oh, yeah. and, a, and a secret website or whatever yeah. I want to know, do you have that kind of thing? Can I check in and look yeah. whenever I want? Like, I, I would feel a lot more comfortable knowing that I could just, you know, dial into the camera every yeah, 18 to 20 seconds yeah. and uh, see what's going on, which will be terrible because I'll be home by myself. <laughs> and really, how long can I masturbate? Right. Um, <laughs> you don't even you know, know who we were talking about there. I just cannot abide. Reverend Scott. I just hate that guy. Like, fuck him. Really hate that guy. That's the end of that. All right. What were you talking about? You're not even near the microphone. <clears throat> I have no idea. I, I know that it was from a very long time ago. So it sounds familiar, but I don't I don't know what. Do you know you've had glitter on your lip the whole entire time? Glitter on my lip? Yeah. That's what I get for living with girls. 
that and the amazing monthly bill for toilet paper. And how the fuck you guys go through so much toilet paper? We use it. Yeah. You don't. <sighs> what do you mean I don't? Who am I, Ted Nugent? You agreed with me. I didn't. I you didn't. Would, yeah. But, no. Well, maybe I did. I have no idea. So, yeah. That's, that's, I, we've got to talk for a second more so that the outro music can fade up when I edit it in. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a it was it, it was a constant worry growing up that yeah. that uh, not growing up, but as the girls grew up, that that they would be that they would be bullied, and I'm glad it's out of the way because now they know what to do. Well, I think with more and more people being able to reach each other quickly and put it out there for people that maybe with that kind of. Um, you don't feel like you're so isolated and oh, you yeah. can actually talk to other people Yeah, that um, maybe, maybe it can change. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's, it's, you, you can never really escape bullies, but now with, with the internet, you can have a support network in a matter of a day. Right. Uh, everybody from, from like the Westboro Baptist church that would um, picket, um, gay people's funerals um which is bullying i yeah, mean it bullying. When, when it comes down to it to um you know just just picking on the random person on the street even even um that yankee suck bullshit that we yeah. have going on here it's like there's a there's a billboard as i go to work that that that's it's for herb chambers auto and it's like uh basically like we'll treat you like you know, you're the only customer unless you're a Yankees fan. And I'm like, that's fucking unnecessary. Right. I, I mean, it's one thing to have friendly banter with different teams, but yeah. like threatening people or... I have no it, problem. It, it pushes when, it uh, too far. Yeah. I have no problem <laughs> when, when people referringly joke to a joke um, and call Frank Frank and I massholes because, uh, you know, that's that's a, a well-known saying, you know, for drivers um, or, or whatever. But from from political leaning to religious to whatever there's always going to be people that are th- that think they're better than you and uh i i think i definitely think that i'm better than some people um louis gohmert for example idiot politician um you know anybody that that doesn't understand um the the uh all are equal mm-hmm. i'm better than you you're better than them. Our girls are better than full-grown adults because they treat everybody. You remember? You remember? When, going off on tangent, <laughs> not really. Remember when 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 they told us about a new kid that showed up at daycare and they were describing him to us? And um, when at we, daycare? Yeah, this, this was a while. They were. I don't know if it was a new kid, but they were talking about somebody they were friends with. And um, we got the class photo after. Um, and um and they described him as well he has a red shirt and purple shoes and brown hair but to us when we when they pointed him out in the picture it'd be like oh it's the spanish kid you know cuz there was one spanish kid in the mm-hmm. class but they don't see that they don't. they don't they don't it's so fascinating to see how you have to teach them that skin color this is going to sound totally racist, so give me a second here. Skin color 
differentiates people. That might not sound well, racist, but that's that's it's an, not meant in a racist way. No, it's just a it's qualifier just a, or a differentiation point for us to get to the point. If if you had freckles all over your face, yeah. I wouldn't not say do you mean that boy over there with the freckles? Well, like, let me ask you this: if, if, if it's just like me saying, "Okay, well, see, that's my husband over there. He has the beard and the mustache." If you watched Empire Strikes Back with somebody that had never watched Star Wars before, and you were talking about it three days later, and they said, "Who was Lando again?" Would you say the dude with the cape, the dude with the mustache, or the black guy? Well, I'd probably say the black guy. When- because he's the only black guy. Right. Right? But that's the Just thing. Just like I would say, that, the blue guy, the red girl, the green girl, right, the polka right. dot one. Because me, I'd be the dick and I'd say he was the administrator of Cloud City that betrayed Han. <laughs> because I have to be that person. Um, but the girls don't know that. And that's no. something that you have to teach them. They have but to we had learn that, that. We had that growing up, too. We had a lot of different ethnic groups, but we didn't... Yeah. The parents might have been weird about some things, but us as kids, we didn't think anything about it. I because we joke to each other well, about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we had one friend who was Jewish, and around bar mitzvah time, that's really when it was prevalent. Because I'm gonna sound terrible, but at that point around his bar mitzvah, he was really Jewish, and then he wasn't. Well, he had after. to be. Yeah, but you he know what I to mean, be, yeah. right? Because that's like you're all in. That's yeah. a huge deal. So, and then um, uh, our Korean friend, mm-hmm. he was only Korean when we were eating octopus at his house. It's like, well, this isn't normal for an 11 year old to eat fried octopus on a Saturday afternoon. Oh well, no, for him it was. Not to. for me. Well, not for no. the Irish German kid. You know, It'd be like potatoes and beer. That's Irish and German, right? Now you're it's, being... It's all Irish. I can be racist toward myself. That's fine. You always um, say you're at war with yourself. No, nah, it's... I, I, don't, I don't see how if I'm English and Irish and an atheist, I can technically be at war at myself because of all the Catholic right. and Protestant part. It was a funny joke, but it's... Whatever. It's not that funny anymore. Um, I'm totally at peace with myself. It's other family members that I have issues with now. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's totally a learned behavior and whether something to remember, if you're going to have kids, whether or not you're teaching it to them, they are going to learn it if you're doing it. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's probably the biggest takeaway from the whole thing is the whole, um, eighties father finding the drugs under the kid's bed. Who taught you? I learned it from watching you. That's the truth. Well, it's it's like the oldest saying, you know? (coughs) They they learn from what you do, not what you say. Yeah, and they do learn oh, yeah. from what you do, and you might not even realize it till you see them doing it. Yeah, and it's it's you. Well, how many how many years did I act like people and then realize I don't want to be those people? Well, decades. Yeah, I was like that. Well, you have to be aware of it and then admit it and then it's decide: Do you want to change process. it? Yeah. So this cannonball kid. Um, he can totally change. He, he could. could. He could be different in fifth grade, and he could be, and he could be different. And when they, when eventually they date, 
I'll say, I remember when you were a little shit that was out of control. You all right now? <laughs> he might. And then he'll go out with Ripley, who won't give him the time of day right now. He might. You never know. But yeah. there's a chance. There's a better chance for him because this could have been the best thing for him to happen. If that... he's going to a place that specializes in helping people that behave like this, then that's good. And then hopefully the one that bullied him, you know, that was getting bullied, he'll be able to just... Either either, um, <clears throat> either he he is being bullied or he has no boundaries. From what I've seen, he has no boundaries. What do you mean? Um, you said he was being bullied. You you said the one that was bullying him. I I meant the one that was getting bullied. Oh oh okay. The the kid that was getting bullied. <coughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. He'll be able to go forward from this and not. I think I think not have any more problems. I think in he's school. totally young enough that that if it hasn't already passed by, it will by the time September rolls around. But with what we witnessed with this kid that was taken out of their school. No one tells him no because it's too much work. Like the stump and the cracker into the floor. That's how you clean it up. No, that's how you just be a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. That's just like putting a cigarette out on the sidewalk and stamping on it. Yeah. Well, and then somebody says you should really put that in the ashtray. Then you stomp on it some more while you stare them in the eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope this was entertaining, at least for everybody. So, Well, I think the big thing to take away from it is that if you're a parent and your kid's going through it, that you're not, you're not alone. There's people out there yeah. to talk to. Yeah, and, and if you are someone um, listening to this that needs somebody to talk to, I love talking. And I've been there. I've had blood on my face, and I've been pushed to the ground, and I've been almost run off the road by people. Your brother was one of those people. I know. But other people uh, have chased me down the highway, got out of the car, and tried to punch me in the face. It's uh, I've had some interesting run-ins with total moronic dickheads. But I got all cool people now. So, it took long enough, but... Jesus, it can get better. Just got to get the hell away from those people. And there's no shame in running, is there? No, like moving, like yeah. But that might not be an option for everybody. Oh no, of course not, of course not. But don't think it's a coward's way out to move and start over again. I mean, there's there's a whole genre of movies where it's people starting over again. But don't think that that there's no end to it. That you can't get help. Right. Because there is. There is. There is a support system out there. Oh, yeah. Now with, I mean, just Facebook alone, you can find probably 10,000 people in a a half hour that are in the same place you are. And that's the sad thing is there are way more people out there being picked on than there are ones picking on people. So, all right. I could just keep going, but uh, we're going to end it and uh, we'll be back next week. Um, what is it? What is it? The e- email address. Are you serious? Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to talk, go to the Facebook group or send me a friend request. Send me a private message if you want to talk. All right. Bye. Can I say bye? Bye.
Are you still there? When you were a kid, were you, um, were you called a nerd? And if so, how did you deal with it? When I was a little boy, I was called a nerd all the time because I didn't like sports. Uh, I loved to read. I liked math and science. I thought school was really cool. And um, it hurt a lot because it's, it's never okay when a person makes fun of you for something like you didn't choose. You know, we don't choose to be nerds. We can't help it that we like these things. And we shouldn't apologize for liking these things. I wish that I could tell you that there's a really easy way to just not care. But the truth is it hurts. But here's the thing that you might be able to understand. As a matter of fact, I'm confident you'll be able to understand this because you asked this question. When a person makes fun of you, when a person is cruel to you, it has nothing to do with you. It's not about what you said. It's not about what you did. It's not about what you love. It's about them feeling bad about themselves. They feel sad. They don't get positive attention from their parents. They don't feel as smart as you. They don't understand the things that you understand. Maybe one of their parents is really pushing them to be a cheerleader or a baseball player or an engineer or something that they just don't want to do. So they take that out on you because they can't go and be mean to the person who's actually hurting you. So, when a person is cruel to you like that, I know that this is hard, but honestly, the kind and best reaction is to, to pity them. And don't let them make you feel bad because you love them. Maybe find out what they love and talk about how they love it. I bet you find out that a person who loves tetherball loves tetherball exactly the same way that you love Dr. Hooper. But you just love different things. And I will tell you this, it absolutely gets better as you get older. And, and I know it's really hard when you're in school and you're surrounded by the same 400 people a day that pick on you and make you feel bad about yourself. But there's 50,000 people here this weekend who went through the exact same thing and we're all doing really well. Don't you ever let a person make you feel bad because you love something they decided is only for nerds. Your loving parents for you. Thanks for your Okay, like that's enough. No more talking.